step worth taking If the path we face Is the one God's making When he says go, we won't be alone Let's take a leap of faith Welcome to the Tales of Zeke and Elliot, Parables Worth Pondering. Best friends Zeke and Elliot are two frogs that live at Baker's Pond. I'm Leah, and we have a swashbuckling tale for you today. Pillaging Pirate Ants. A fine mist was rising from the pond on the late September morning. A cool breeze lifted the damp air, scattering the beautiful fall leaves off the nearby trees. A short distance from the bank, a curved piece of willow bark could be seen floating. A fleet of pirate ants, with their captain at the helm, were headed to their next target. Two young ants, Duke and Dane, were relegated to swab in the deck. We're almost to land, men. Steady as she goes. All hands on deck. So, what exactly are we doing? Where are we headed? Is this your first trip? Yes, you could say I'm a little green. Well, we're headed to shore. Do you see that hut to the right? The one with all the stumps around it? Yeah, that's the one. That's known in these parts as the Crispy Bark. It's where all the locals gather for breakfast and lunch. Lots of fine cuisine. Let me guess. We're going to loot the joint. You guessed it. It's actually kind of fun. A few of us go in and make a big scene, you know, distract everyone, while the rest slip in the back to the storage area and take off with all the food. Or at least as much as we can carry. Wow, but isn't that stealing? It's only stealing if you get caught, and we don't. If you do, the captain has a saying, if you're taken, you're forsaken. I'll keep that in mind. By the way, this ship is made very well. Did the crew build it? No, it's the work of our cousins from across the pond, the carpenter ants. And look at those oars, they just shine. Did the carpenter ants make those too? No, no, we borrowed those from that crazy chipmunk Nash. What do you mean borrowed? Well, maybe borrowed isn't the right word. It was more like we stumbled upon them. We had just anchored near Lilypad Station and the captain was giving orders. Remember, men, easy in, easy out. All we need are four oars. Fabian, you take a crew to distract Nash. Nazia, your crew will snag the oars and will rendezvous back at the ship when I give the signal. Remember, if you're taken, you're forsaken. Aye, 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 Captain! Mr. Fabian, what's the plan this time, sir? I've decided to tell a story, a whopper. Just jump in whenever you have a good idea to add. Just make it up on the fly? Yes, for Nash, the crazier the better. Aye, aye, sir. Wait, wait, wait! Who is Nash again? She's a chipmunk who runs a taxi service at the Lilypad station. So, we split into our respective crews and headed for shore. Fabian led us to Lilypad Station's front desk where Nash was chatting with two customers. Have we got a story for you, Nash? Oh boy, let's hear it! We saw a mermaid. What? Yes, she sparkled like golden diamonds as the sun shone through the waters. She was walking past the crispy bark. Walking? The crispy bark? Mermaids at the crispy bark? Swimming, Duke, she was swimming near the crispy bark. Her hair floated behind her and she glided through the current, leaving a trail of glittering starfish in her wake. Wow, a real mermaid? Real starfish? I've never seen starfish in Bicker's Pond. Magical starfish that only follow merfolk. Then the constellation of starfish were eaten by a huge whale. A whale? In Bicker's Pond? That doesn't sound real. He means 
what he meant was a catfish as big as a whale. Oh, that makes sense. That's why I've never seen any starfish. They got eaten by the catfish. Right, right you've you got, got it. it. So then what happened? As she floated. With the current, she moved to the cattails and disappeared forever. Well, we got to go. Bye. Wait a second. It can't end there. What happened to her? Is she okay? Can she live inside the cattails? Back to the sheep. Duke, we need to have a talk later. It was easy peasy. Four oars and no man lost. Although, they won't let me back on the distraction team anymore. I'm not sure why. <clears throat> Excuse me, lads. I hate to interrupt. I was curious if you'd like to let the rest of us in on your private conversation. Uh, no, sir. I mean, yes, sir? I mean... Who are you calling, sir? That's ma'am. We were just admiring the craftsmanship of this here fine vessel we're floating on. <laughs> that would be our cousins, the carpenter ants. Thank you for noticing. We'll all sleep better tonight knowing you admire our ship. Right, man? Yes, 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 yes ma'am. We'll sleep like babies. Now, if you two blabbering mouths don't care, we'd appreciate it if you'd get back to work. Aye, aye, aye Captain. Duke and Dane went back to swabbing the deck. Dane kept stopping to study the brush he was using and the floor around him. This ship is so clean. We could eat off the floor. But where did you get these brushes? They remind me of something. They're toothbrushes. Ah, that's it. But we don't have teeth. No, we acquired these from the mouse family on the hill. Acquired? It was theirs, now it's ours. It was a great story. All right, men. The distraction crew is on the lookout for Mrs. Mouse's return. If any of you see her, whistle three times. Mr. Mouse is at work. He's the pond ranger. He shouldn't be patrolling near his house at the moment, but keep an eye out. The kids are at daycare, so we shouldn't have any trouble out of them. Nazia, your crew will have to move quickly. Remember, we're here for cleaning supplies and food. Yes, ma'am. Team, we will break the house into four quadrants. Duke, you're with me. Remember the con call is our signal to meet back at the ship. And in the words of our captain, if you're taken, you're forsaken. Yes, yes, yes sir. sir. Nasir, sir, what's the plan? Which quadrant are we? What should I do? Duke, just stay with me and you'll be fine. Yeah, but what do you need me to do? I need you to stay with me and stay quiet. Yes, sir. I can see that we're headed south toward the kitchen door. Shh! We don't need a play-by-play. -play. We're here for food. Grab what you can carry and head for the ship. Look! There's a sack of flour! Yes, sir. And I can get this corn as well. Don't overload yourself, lad. You'll never make it back to the ship with all of that. Don't worry. I can do it, sir. Hmm. Mrs. Mouse is on her way. Hurry, Duke! Oh, Quadrant One, great find! Those toothbrushes will be great to scrub the deck. Move! Move! Duke! What are you doing? You put a hole in the flower bag and you're leaving a trail. No, no! You're making more of a mess going in circles. The rest of you go back to the ship. Duke, you made the mess. You clean it up. If you don't get back in time, you'll be left behind. Wow! Did you get back in time? What happened? Well, obviously I got back in time, but Nasir barred me from his crew. So that's why you're on the cleaning crew? In charge of the cleaning crew is more like it. The captain thought my talents would be better served on the ship instead of off. 
so I teach all the young buccaneers how to keep this ship in tip-top shape. Hoist the jib! Winds are good for our next voyage! Don't rip our new sail! We don't have time to seize a new one! Yes, ma'am! A new sail? Ain't it a beaut? Let me guess. You acquired, borrowed, looted this one? No, no, no. We found it. Found? Yes, it was hanging on a clothesline and, you know, finders keepers. I'm not sure that's how clotheslines work, but I bet there's a story. Yes. Actually, no. It was just a nighttime raid and Nasir thought Miss Badger's skirt would look good as a sail. All right, men. Silent move. We're approaching our next target. Slowly, but steady, they headed towards shore until they made landfall. In the distance, they could hear that the crispy bark was especially crowded. The captain stood on the helm of the ship and gave out new instructions in a low voice. Men, this is treacherous terrain we're about to embark on. The expense is full of emerald shoots and sharp edges. Be sure to keep your arms in and protect your knees. She does know she's describing grass, right? Shh! Due to the perilous mission, I will be accompanying you. Because this is such a large hall, we need every crew member available. And Duke, that does mean you. Nessia, your instructions remain the same. Fabian, I'll take the lead on the destruction crew. Duke, you stick with me and keep quiet. Oh boy. Inside the crispy bark, residents had gathered to discuss the recent thefts. Mr. Mouse called the crowd to order. Ladies and gentlemen, please, one at a time. I've started a list of what disappeared on what day. Does anyone else have something to add? Do you have my good suspenders on there? My fancy red ones with the yellow buttons. They were taken Thursday right off the back porch. Why were they on the back porch? I spilled my lizard lime ice cream on them, so after I washed them out, I hung them up on the porch to dry. Gotcha. Mr. Mouse, please make sure my golf balls are added to your list. I'm not sure when or where they were taken, but I noticed they were missing on Monday. You lose golf balls all the time, Elliot. Yeah, I know, but I know where those are in the pond. There's a whole box gone missing, and they aren't cheap. Can we move on to other items? My freezer was wiped out. I have no ice cream to open the soda shop tonight. What are we going to do? Does that no mean no cream? gathering no, at the stopping to do? Order, order. Listen up. We've got bigger problems than whether the stomping stump is going to be open tonight. Ruby, I've marked your ice cream on my list. I agree. I mean, the ice cream is a loss, but I can make more. I'm angry about someone taking all the food from Mr. and Mrs. Hopper. They have so many little bunnies to feed. Why would anyone steal from such a poor family? You're right, Ruby. I'm organizing a food drive to help them get back on their feet and make sure all the little bunnies have a warm meal. While Mrs. Mouse took names for the food drive, the ants took their positions. Nazir took his crew through the tall grass to the back of the crispy bark, while the captain led Fabian and his crew inside to distract the crowd. Hello, folks. Looks like we've interrupted a meeting. We were stopping by for a bite to eat. We've heard this is a good place to get a good meal. Good morning. Yes, we are discussing the recent thefts around Bicker's Pond. Ah, yeah, we heard about that. In fact, we're missing a few items from our ship. If you wouldn't mind telling me what they are, I can add them to my list here. We're doing an assessment of the stolen items. Well, um, I believe it was, uh... We lost our favorite sail, but we borrowed a skirt... You lost your sail? I'm taking an assessment of things that have been stolen, not lost. <laughs> what he meant to say was stolen. Someone stole our sail. Right, Duke? Yeah, stolen. 
And then we borrowed a big blue curtain-like thing with pink polka dots on it. It's hanging on our ship now. It's a beauty. A big blue curtain-like thing with pink polka dots? Sounds like the skirt that was stolen from my clothesline. Did I say pink polka dots? <laughs> I meant blue polka dots with orange stripes. Duke, I should have left you on the ship. Hey, is that my button? Why are you wearing my button on your back? This is my new shield. No, that's my button off the suspenders that got stolen. You're right, Zeke. That is your button. Why do you have that? Yes, Duke. Please explain why you have that button on your back. I thought I might need it for battle while on this raid. Oh, Duke, raid? Ixnay on the A-Raid. What are you talking about? What? 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 I'd like to take you two in for some questioning. Retreat! Retreat! Duke ran through the crowd, past the dumbfounded waitress at the counter, and into the kitchen, leaving the captain in the middle of the room. Fabian and the rest of the distraction crew ran out the front door. Nazir's crew dropped everything they had and retreated back to the ship with Duke in the lead, still imitating the conch sound. Fabian! Where's the captain? She's back at the bark! Duke! What were you thinking? You gave away the plans. I just got caught up in the moment. What are we going to do about the captain? Well, she says if you get taken, you get forsaken. Still in the crispy bark, surrounded by confused and angry pond residents, the astonished captain tried to gather her wits. Um, uh, well, any chance I could get a hot meal? Or is this kitchen closed? Order, order. Quiet, everyone. Madam, I need you to take a seat, and everyone else, just back up. It's Captain, if you don't mind. Captain of what? Pirates? I prefer resource requisition expert. What does that even mean? It means pirates. They're pirates. So you and your crew are the ones who have been stealing from all of us? That's a little harsh. I prefer borrowing, acquiring. In this neck of the woods, it's called stealing. But we didn't hurt anyone. It's just things. What's the big deal? But we worked hard for those things. Yes, you only took things from us. But do you realize what you've done to the Hopper family? You took all their food. They have so many children and nothing to eat. But we didn't know that. We didn't mean to hurt anyone. Treasures gained by wickedness do not profit. But righteousness delivers from death. Wow. That's beautiful. What's that from? It's a verse from the Bible, Proverbs 10.2. The Bible? What's that? It's a book you can read with the words of God in it. It helps us to know how to live and be pleasing to God. The Bible explains that stealing is a sin because it hurts others. But God loves us so much that he forgives us of our sins and covers the punishment of those sins through his son Jesus. Would you please tell me more? As Elliot and the others were explaining the gospel, the pirate crew was gathering outside the crispy bark, planning the rescue of their captain. All right, men. Here's the plan to rescue the captain. I thought our motto was, if you get taken, you get forsaken. Duke, you're done. Refrain from speaking for the rest of the day or you'll be walking the plank. As I was saying, we aren't leaving the captain behind. Dane is going to head to scout and look through the knothole. The rest of us will wait for a signal. Psst. Sir. What is it, Dane? Come up here. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? It's the captain. Is she crying? 
That's what I thought too, sir. We're too late. Attack! Attack! in, eager to save their captain from the enemy who, they thought, was torturing her. With swords drawn for battle, they formed a barrier of protection. Prepare to meet your maker, you scurvy dogs! Release our captain at once! At ease, men. These landlubbers are no harm to us. Are you using my good sewing needles as swords? I'm sorry, Mrs. Mouse. There's no excuse for that. Men, return your swords or needles back to Mrs. Mouse. Excuse me, Captain? Turn over our swords? It's too late! They brainwashed us! No, no. They've just been helping me understand how our stealing has been hurting the community. They've been reading to me from this book. It's called the Bible. We're turning over our new leaf, boys. We're going to start by returning all the items we've stolen from each family. Do I have to give my shield back? Duke! I know, I know. I'm on deck duty. A fine mist was rising from the pond that morning as a cool breeze lifted the damp air. A short distance from the bank, a newly christened ship and crew was headed to shore to sell their wares. All right, men, time to unload. Take our newly revived treasures ashore. This is our first time back at Bicker's Pond, so let's show them we appreciate the mercy they granted us. We are just like this trash that we've turned into treasure. We're no longer pirates, but now we're the junk gypsies. Yo-ho! No, no, no! Gypsies! Not pirates! Sorry, Captain. Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Tales of Zeke and Elliot, Parables Worth Pondering. Ephesians 4.28 says, Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor, doing honest work with his own hands, so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. Our ants experienced this Bible verse in our story today. They learned that even if you don't think you're hurting anyone, stealing is wrong and against God's law. Ultimately, you are hurting yourself and others that have worked hard for their belongings. It is better to work for things and to share with those in need. Welcome to Insightful Information with Michael and Ernie. We are taking over. Yes, sir. There's nothing they can do about it. Not a thing. Hey, Ernie, did you know that ants are very strong? They can lift up to 20 times their body weight. Yeah, think of it this way. If a second grader were as strong as an ant, they could lift a car. I wonder what kind of car. You think it's a Mini Cooper or, you know, one of those monster trucks? That's not really the point. The fact is they are strong. Why does such a tiny insect need so much strength? Ants have extremely strong muscles and exoskeletons, which allow them to lift so much. They need tons of strength because they're hard workers and spend much of their day doing heavy lifting. Oh, I bet they'd be great at a bodybuilding competition. I wonder if they can rip a phone book in half. They might be able to chew one in half, but there'd be no reason to rip it in half. Yeah, but wouldn't you like to see that? One could be named the Terminator. More like the Exterminator. We want to pump you up. <sighs> Look what you've done to me. Well, time to go, kids. We'll be back. I cannot with you right now. Hasta la vista, baby. I am begging you, please. What? <laughs> Danke for listening today. Ernie, Ernie, I've got this. Danke for listening today. Parents, if you enjoy these stories, please like and review us on your favorite podcast app. Don't forget to share us with your friends. We look forward to meeting with you again. Until then, when God leads, don't be afraid to take your next leap of faith.
Prepepe. 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 Prepepe.